3: New, new information,
0: please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Update. Monday and a sunny one it is. It's the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. So let's get the show
1: on the road. Well, well what was uh anyone got a weekend claim to fame that they just want to jump out and share for the sheer Monday joy of it? I don't. I anyone? Do you? Anyone? Well, I mean, I I spent the whole weekend having sex and being scared. i got to be honest. That was my weekend. At the same time? No, no, just I spent the whole weekend having sex and being scared because uh, I I spent the whole weekend being scared. So the way to not be scared is just to have some nice lovey-dovey. Texas time. Yeah, I did. I saw Halloween. I finished The Haunting of Hill House. I read this book, Vox, which is going to be on this week, which is terrifying. I watched Riverdale and then the real news in the real world. uh, Yeah. That, so I spent oh, the weekend being okay. scared and. Uh, well, I don't sex. know. I don't know how we follow that. <laughs> I don't Okay, I don't so um, I um,
2: let's see. I Donnie, just
1: thought about that's what I basically did. Okay, I did spend there was that book we're reading is it's so, so scary and so good. Vox. It's Vox, so good. Have you finished? Yep. It, it, so I can't good. stop thinking about it. It's so good. So
0: speaking of dystopian. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Category, right? So
1: I don't know. I mean, but that, I mean, that's a flippant response to that. But I mm-hmm. did spend a lot a good portion of the did you, like, did you being like, scared. Did
2: you like the movie Halloween? Loved it. Really? Because I mean, Casey thought it was a downer. Casey is like a putt
1: when it comes to women <coughs> are in the lead of a book or a movie. No, I'm just saying that. Ooh. I'm saying that That sounds so Very wrong. Sexist. Well, I know. I can he is sexist in that way. I you know, I mean, he is the reason P I P G James or what's her name who P. did this, James, yes. Yeah, there are many women writers who write under pseudonyms because he just he I don't know what he wanted from this movie but he didn't like it uh, the, the rest of the theater seemed to like it i screamed out loud at least four times and made people around me laugh um my brother also he went to the first showing of it like on friday mm-hmm. and he thinks it's going to be like um there was some high camp moments in it that uh, he okay. think is going to have legs oh. he just wanted it to be I don't know what he wanted it to be, but he gave it a B minus. I gave it an A minus in our, you know, scores. So it was, even though he might, through the grapevine, you heard that he didn't like it. When we left the theater, you know, we give the grades and he goes B minus. Okay. So, you know. It just it it was good. It had it it had the good way, the good story. You know, blah blah blah. So blah 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> then I went, got scared, read my book box. Then we watched, <laughs> you know, the Haunting of Hill House, yeah, which fine. is terrifying. And, and then done with that. And and then Riverdale is slightly scary. It is kind of. So uh-huh. I don't know. What was your weekend claim to fame?
2: Well, I, know I don't you, have a claim to fame. I
1: don't <laughs> believe it, Joe, cuz you were
2: going well, I mean, to a Timberwolves game I when I last saw you. That seems like That was fun on Friday night, the Timberwolves home opener. That was totally we fun. We did the
1: basketball
2: pickup lines. Yes, and did and anyone use them that you knew of? Not that I knew of, but <laughs> a lot of people like you doing your pickup lines. I had a lot of yesterday was all it was a lot of baseball. Lot fall of baseball. baseball. Okay. My son's fall baseball thing wrapped up. Yesterday, so I did. That's a claim to fame
1: because it was chilly on Saturday. It was, it was like Arctic winds. Mm-hmm. Yesterday morning was chilly,
0: too. Yeah, I, but, I was playing soccer in it, so tell me about it. It
1: was so cold. <laughs> but didn't it, it so feel cold. like on, no, on Saturday? Oh, it's it was beyond. Be, I mean, I was like, wait, this weather doesn't belong in October. It's beyond but But yeah. last night got, turned beautiful. Yeah, Today's we got a beautiful. Full moon. We yep. got like some sunny days this up. week. Donnie, how about you? Did you have anything? Why
0: well, I had to do a lot of yard work, so I wanted to be outside as much as possible, but I did catch a, a an interesting little movie called The Catcher Was a Spy. Have you heard about that one? No, it's with but Paul. I like the play It sounds the like a catcher in the <laughs> right. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, Paul Rudd is in it, and it's a true story of this uh, baseball player back in the 30s, Mo Berg, who was a genius. He spoke seven languages, four other ones partially. He had all these degrees. He played Major League Baseball, but because he was so smart and spoke all these languages, they recruited him to sneak into Nazi Germany during World War II and find out if they were developing an atom bomb.
2: Oh. oh. And wow. he had
0: a mission. And it's a true story. It yeah. really happened. Wow. The catcher was a spy. So.
2: All right. The, the catcher you was a wow. spy. Yeah. Very good. Did you catch up on you? Yes. Okay. Now, that, that That's shows another show so that's, so good. That's, that's kind of yeah, scary. I watched that last night. That is a good show. With the John I like that. Uh, It's A lot.
1: V- I still think the New York Times description of that. Novel turned TV show, which is Prestige TV, I think for Lifetime. You. Be- beyond. They describe it as viciously thrilling.
2: It's so good.
1: Yeah. But again, a little
2: scary. It is a little scary, but it was really, I like that. Yeah. I, I like that show a I lot. I think I heard
1: one of the morning shows say, um, talk about that whenever the news of the world is scary, or if there's just actually just a lot of bad stuff going on, that scary movies and scary things do better do really sure, well okay it's like a like another I can way to be more to scared sca-
2: about something else Yes, yeah,
1: about something <laughs> yeah. else i can d- distract yep. it or whatever but um i don't know if uh becky is scared about turning the big five zero, but she shouldn't because uh becky it's, it's your sexy birthday. it's liberating and you're free girl Happy let's, birthday, let's Becky. Let's sing it into club for Becky. Go, Becky. You got a nice go, daughter. Becky. Go, go, Becky. Go, go, go Becky. Becky. It's
2: your, your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a cadi like it's your, birthday. Like it's it's your, your birthday. birthday. Becky. And your daughter, Katie, must love you a lot yeah. to send us a little note. Welcome so, to the Bleep at 50s. It's, it only gets better, hon. <laughs> so right. what a sweet thing. Her daughter sent us a note. 80, so enjoy nice. your day.
1: All right, listen, we come back. It's uh, our story. We can't get Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday afternoon. So Nicole Kidman, you know, she is, I would say that they must feel very good about this uh, boy erased because there's kind of being a slow rollout. This is a movie with Nicole Kidman and Timothy Chalamet. We saw her get, you know, she was at the women in Hollywood thing. She's just been more out loud. And last I, week,
0: I think it's Lucas Hedges. Oh, Lucas, Lucas Hedges.
1: Hedges. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm getting thinking of the other and the the boy interrupted the other movie. Right. With Steve Carell. But I, I feel like they must feel very high hopes about this movie. Boy Erased because they're sending Nicole Kidman and the co-star of the movie out. She did the interview last week where she talked about Tom
2: Cruise. And it's a story about a a teenage boy um, who has a Baptist um, father. They're a Baptist family. The dad is a preacher. The true story, correct? And he's forced to take part in a church support um, program to make him not be gay. Yeah, the conversion therapy, so So that's what it's about. Okay, so, I mean, I, I... and, and she's
1: look, the one. Donnie, I think, posted the trailer last week. We we wouldn't even have recognized no, her. No, right. Well,
0: that's a different movie. That's, that's a different the, movie. This okay, one is.
1: But this, this one, she, she's a blonde. Even in this one, she kind of just oh, looked yeah, like okay. you know, yeah. Frida Frump. You know, yes. she yeah. just had a real conservative look <laughs> right. and a real, you know i mean she can pass
2: that way she's like meryl streep in that way where she She really can change her look yes and it's easy to believe her in the different roles yes because she's never done one main role that we yeah typecast her in
1: okay so let's hear i I think this is nicole talking about boy erased this is based on a true story a book you guys have met the actual characters i mean does that um does it make it a little more daunting when you're telling a story knowing who it's based on
0: yeah, I think def- definitely um, I fell in love with Garrett's voice yeah. in the book. So when I got to meet him, we actually had a connection and that I was like, okay, wow, I can be of service to him and tell his story. I was like, okay, we're doing this.
3: This is a controversial subject, but I thought that it was handled with such care and there mm. weren't any easy villains. Mm. Um, and I thought that was, a, that was quite a feat mm-hmm. given the subject matter. Well, you're telling the story of a very compassionate family, mm-hmm. and uh, the relationship between the mother and the son is so, so beautiful, and you really see that. And the, and the love, father and, and son's relationship told, is as and, well. And complicated, and so um, I think it delves into the complication of it, but it also delves it into it with love, mm-hmm. you know, and this family is is not fractured, I mean, they're a family. So
1: because of course the whole conversion therapy thing would be very controversial and you consider it something that's just extreme religious right wing and all of
2: that. So that nice. plays into our book box y- too. Exactly. Oh my gosh, this book oh, you guys oh. on
1: Thursday, it's so good. It is. Is it Thursday, the 24th? Or I,
2: I, I it think it's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday. oh man. Okay. So, But I liked it that. Savannah said, "You know, there really isn't anyone to get mad at. In well, the you easy can under- villain
1: because it would be an easy movie to make that be right. Yeah, who that right. is and whatever. So I, yeah, I'm I'm curious now about the book it's based on and the interview that we were talking about where we heard Nicole Kidman, who really does not ever weigh anything in." As uh, to her relationship with Tom Cruise, they talk about, they bring up, she and Savannah bring up that New York Magazine interview with Nicole Kidman.
3: You recently wrote an article for New York Magazine, The mm. Women in Power Issue. Mm. You tell the writer, mm. I still don't have a lot of power. Do you feel that way? That's well, I ask what me. I define power. Yeah. Because I think the word power is thrown around. Am I able to be listened to at times? Yes. Am I able to instigate change? Sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, in regards to my own industry, can I get films made? Not all the time, right. sometimes, and on a particular budget. So, do I feel like I have power in yeah. the sense of dominance or no. or controlling things? Not at all.
2: I love her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's so. <laughs> I just love her. And what she said last week was talking about um, about. You know, I got married very young, but it definitely wasn't power for me. It was protection with her marriage to Tom Cruise because he was such a powerful man. Right.
1: No one bugged no her. No one harassed one her. Harassed yeah, her. That's right. In the next uh, Is that in the
2: next one? Yeah, okay. There, all right. That. Let's
1: hear. Her. You were very revealing <laughs> in this article, Nicole. You said this. I married oh. talking talking about Tom Cruise. You said I married for love, but being married to an extremely powerful man kept me from being sexually harassed. Well, what, what, I think. I
3: mean, that's a very Um, put into one sentence, you know, the way in which I was talking. I mean, I'm saying I wasn't, because I was married at 23 years old, I wasn't going to parties or I wasn't going out a lot. I was pretty much at home. Mm -hmm. I had my first child at 25 Mm -hmm. and I was a married, um, I was in a family. So my sense of being in the world was, was I was working or I was at home.
1: I see. Um, Did you think so like, people when were I afraid to working, mess
3: with you, kind of, because like, he I was think, so powerful? I think when you're married to a very powerful man, I'm, there is almost like a barrier. A lot of women don't have that. A lot yeah. of people in the world don't sure. have that. But I also don't like discussing exes and all of that because I'm married. I'm very happily married. Yeah. I have two little girls, mm. and I feel it's almost disrespectful, one, to Tom and
2: disrespectful to Keith.
1: And And then she added, so I try to stay in the here and now. Right. Very diplomatic uh, answer of her. One
2: one line she said in that that article about being sexually harassed and stuff, and, you know, she was very much cocooned when she was with Time Cruise. And then she went on to say, so when I came out of it at 32, 33, it's almost like I had to grow up out of the zenu I mean out of
1: it mm-hmm. and not when i got play. divorced yes, mm-hmm. when i got out of it, out of it. right because it was a whole I, lifestyle i know cocooned in it, and she was madly passionately in love with him, and then so young, and in an orgasmic haze, then in a baby haze. Then they were making movies, and they did Far and Away, which you
2: and I loved. And loved. Casey, you know, he there's a movie, there's a corny movie Casey likes. I like oh. that movie a ton. A and ton. then, and then they celebrate their 10 year anniversary with a big party, party in and- Telluride, and then he divorces
1: her. And then he serves her paper two weeks later because David Miscavige. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I give her. Like, she is, well, remember, she's the daughter of a therapist. Yeah. And her parents are very, she's very close with her family. She was raised Catholic. Her dad passed away last year. Yeah, she's close with her sister. So she had good, strong roots. And, you know, must have been maddening for her dad to see her Ah. bounce towards Tom. You know, just this beautiful butterfly. The picture of the two of them that they showed of those two Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so
2: the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: When they first met, Tom Cruise was so hot. So amazing. I mean, amazing. they just look so hot together. Yeah. And yeah, they,
1: they really did. And and when you get married at 23 and you have your first child at 25 you aren't going out a no. lot you're not going out with the girls you're not having that kind of wild social life that your single friends are mm-hmm. and all of that so um and then of course her very hot and talented husband Keith Urban Donnie posted this it's amazing uh he stopped by he's on tour Mm-hmm. He was in Toledo and he stopped by the uh, uh this Mercy Health St. Vincent Hospital. There's this 25 year old um mega fan who has an Im- inoperable cyst on her brain and cerebral palsy. And he stopped mm. by to sing, Blue Ain't Your Color, which we are convinced he wrote for Nicole. Oh. Uh, about you know, just them and yeah.
2: not to be blue, yeah.
1: not to be blue. You that doesn't look good on you. Oh, anyway, he and then later that night. He uh, dedicated, her name is um, Marissa English. Mm-hmm. He said, she's my biggest fan. So somehow, mm. you know, like, I don't know how people get word when well, a, they, somebody It was is on coming. Instagram
2: and but she still, had bought the tickets. Fact, out of all these, I know. all the people and all the posts. Um, a lot of people were behind her saying, Keith, go yeah. visit your number one fan. Go and and visit he your number one. And did with I know. his guitar. Yeah, and I know. very touching Let's video. hear
1: that song, Donnie. We won't play what we have posted because it's just him and the... Yeah, Hospital? the
0: quality's not good. But this is the song he sang for oh, her, so part okay. of it anyway. <gasps>
2: looks, good on looks good on that neon bosin on the wall,
1: but darling it don't match you right. What a good song to slow dance
2: too. <laughs> I'm telling you you don't need a guy. It's so-
1: stealing your thunder baby blue ain't your color oh he's so good anyway take a look at that Uh, and speaking of music there is a lot of concert news it was jam-packed this weekend Um, so when we come back we've got a little uh, local concert news for you we'll be
2: right back is the My Talk Now Trending Report.
0: Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. What is trending today? Well, uh, Prince Harry has been trending not just for being in Australia, but seeing double. You may, when you see side-by-side photos of Prince Harry and his grandfather when he was a young man, both in the military, wearing their uniforms. They look very, very much alike. Very, very cool. Golden Girls cereal is trending. It came, what, out last week or so? People can't find it. All the stores are out of it. And now people, of course, are trying to sell it for big bucks. $8 for a single box. Or you can go to eBay and buy 18 boxes for $2,000. Also trending today, Tom Petty. This is a nice story. Uh, A Florida park has been renamed after Tom. It's a park that he played at as a boy. It's in Gainesville, Florida. And uh, his fan club was there to celebrate the dedication of the former Northeast Park as Tom Petty Park. Very, very cool. That is what's trending here at my talk
3: now you know what we know see more at mytalk1071.com center
1: on sunday last night it was the full house ross Rayla. i'm reading from his review People have been waiting since 92.
2: Oh, I can't so believe it. The last it go- time he was
1: here? Yes, mm-hmm. and that's wow. the last time he played the Twin Cities cool. with Genesis. His last local solo gig was 1983, right? and he's 67 years old. He's had serious health issues. He walked on stage with a cane and took to a chair, and he said, I had back surgery. My foot's bleeped. It sucks getting old, really, but we're going to have fun, right? And for the next two hours, he took a stroll, Julia, through his extensive back catalog, focusing mostly on his solo work from the 80s along with a few Genesis smashes, but man, this guy can still sing.
2: And that's what, I had a friend who went, and I know Colleen, Colleen went, and went loved it, and I had a friend who went and she said, he's he's physically not all you know, there, but he can sing. He yeah. can still sing. He said, uh, unlike fellow rock and roll hall
1: of famer who was in town and struggled, Rod Stewart. I won't go oh. to him again. Yeah. After
2: five years ago or six years ago, yeah, we saw some. him. Mm-hmm. I refused to go to him yeah. again because he doesn't have it. Yeah,
1: he said he belted out everything he more than held his own rather than relying on his four backup singers and rarely using the tired standby of letting the crowd sing the now difficult to sing choruses he didn't spend that much time smiling but he was as animated as you can be while you're sitting and i People guess loved his son his son good band his son 17 year old uh nicholas collins on drums he managed to replicate his dad's distinctive style and clearly mm-hmm. had rapport with the uh band and i guess opening with against all odds Take a look at me now and rapping with Take Me Home. I
2: mean I love those songs. I uh, oh yeah. So I just and these are all All your all your ballads. <laughs> I know it. Love. I just can't
1: believe I didn't go. I know it. And I guess uh, you know, uh, I laughed at Ross Rayla. He tweeted uh was Susu studio, was that Phil
2: Collins trying to be Prince with that song? Oh,
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, that is the one song that I really couldn't stand anymore. No. Yeah. Like, why is this song still on the radio? Please, yeah. someone help us.
1: Uh, and he ends, Ross ends a review with, it was tough to deny this guy didn't just still have it. He was having a blast sharing it with the audience. How Fun. So that happened. Ed Sheeran, uh, here's the headline from Chris Riemenschneider Saturday. From the Star Tribune. Sheeran ho-hum in stadium. Playing to 15,000 fans all by his lonesome self in a modernized arena was one thing, but trying to command a crowd of 50,000 with just an acoustic guitar, a loop recording machine, and his undeniable charm in the most gargantuan and echoey room I can't even
2: imagine how... Bad. Ugh, the visual yeah. would look of him just sitting there with his step pedals and his guitar. You, it's not an intimate setting.
1: He writes, what is with this dude and his aversion to working with other musicians? He must now be the second richest red bearded millennial in England after Prince Harry. <laughs> so it's not like he can't afford to hire a backing unit, even if just for less than half his set. It's it's pretty weird
2: when you think about it. He, he, we
1: first saw this at, at the State cool. Theater in 2012 when he opened for Snow Patrol.
2: That he was just at the X last year and people loved it July. and said it was amazing, but that's a more yeah, intimate, intimate. In. yeah. Like but then when you're at U.S. Bank Stadium, um, hello. It felt way too big and surprisingly flimsy. And I guess it was the exact same set he played last time he was here. It was. I love him. I love his music. It sounded but- hopelessly mucky and unfunky,
1: sort of like a kitchen sink garbage disposal trying to clear out gallons of half-dried concrete.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. Oh,
1: Riemann Schneider, that's just a beautiful, unbelievable yeah, really. sentence.
2: And when he layered his... Because var- that's what he does. He vocal loops and he layers on music and has push pedals for everything. Right, yeah, right. apparently. Bring in the drum. Bring
1: in the trumpets. Riemenschneider writes, they bounced around the room like a Super Bowl. Oh. oh man! and there were moments when a usbs crowd hasn't looked so sullen and detached since the vikings 34-6 lost to the colts in 2016 mm-hmm. and um anyway i guess he tried to he talked more than usual and he went on a long spiel and he begged people to get up and dance which is always painful. desperate desperate
2: I, my favorite can we just he that just sounds nice my favorite thing that I couldn't stop watching. Today was yeah. Paula Abdul. Oh, falling off the stage! She's at a concert and she's walking and she's walking and then she all of a sudden it goes to the end of the stage and it just it goes just right on. off. Yep. Timber, right off,
1: boom! I, I couldn't
2: help but watch that like seven times. Because I mean, she could have got really hurt. Right. Is she on Looping? a tour alone? Well, I saw some band members in the back. But there. I mean, who I would don't... just go
1: to see Paula Abdul well, without it being like a eighty? Might have been
0: a casino. Oh, okay. Well,
2: yeah. Um, but okay. it was a big enough stage. Um, yeah. she fell off well, the stage casino, in Biloxi, Mississippi. At a casino. Yeah. But she's okay. Cas- yeah, at it's at her straight up tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Hard Rock Live at Biloxi, okay. so she's really doing smaller venues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like um, our other girl is going to do Mariah that's,
1: Carey. That's just sad. Oh, I know Mariah. How about that? She teases us yesterday. Lambs, I've got a big huge announcement for you and uh lambs it's a world tour and it's with her her new album caution i'm kind of
2: excited i would go to her now because she's going to be playing at at the state theater i would okay. go to she that
1: used to be able to sell the excel and the target Everybody has center to start somewhere again julia i mean even she was having trouble filling caesars which is like five
2: Hmm.
1: um Caution, look out, week ticket sales ahead. Now, well, I, I saw her in Vegas. I'm looking at the tickets. I would love to see this. And we paid $100. Okay. And it was a perfect oh, Vegas God. show. Okay. It's March 13th. It's a Wednesday night. Uh, her album comes out uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, legacy members of Honey Bee Fly. Uh, First X, the tickets is, are kind the of tickets expensive. Tomorrow. Of course they are again, this is going
2: to be, (sighs) but I, okay, so they're $129 each on a balcony. If you want to get on the main floor, they're like, gosh, they want you to buy six at a time. I mean, this is set up for scalpers today, I guess. Yeah, yeah, of um, course. But if I wanted to buy, t- oh, they're $360 each. Yeah. Well, please. It's too much money. I think there's so much competition right now. No, it's because for entertainment she won't dollars, play though. at Mystic. Like that's why where, wouldn't she? She well, would be great there. She
1: would get paid more money than she'll get at the that's... state <laughs> theater. No, she would. <laughs> but uh, uh she doesn't want her Caution World tour and probably she's got some kind of a clause as long as she's playing Vegas she can't play casinos, you know what I mean? Oh because of for obvious reasons
2: can you go but, into those, please? Because I like yes, where you're going with this. Because you just have talked to everybody. Las
1: Vegas casinos <laughs> do compete with local casinos and where there are casinos. Because sometimes people just say, I'll just have a staycation gambling mm-hmm. kind of a thing. You know, I don't want to have the airline. So they don't let their performer, you're not going to see her. But I just, you know, I know I paid my $100 to see Mariah see, in, Vegas, in Vegas. And and maybe it was 125 it. it didn't Nothing. The most memorable memorable thing about it was that I was with uh, my bonus daughter and her girlfriend, and we went to dinner beforehand, went to the concert, and went out after. It was just a whole fun night. Right. The Vegas night is packaged around a Mariah. I have a hard time thinking that many people are going to be that excited about making. Oh, we're going to see her in Dallas and. I don't know, you know. I kind of. I, I wish she would go on tour like with Boys to
2: Men. That would be an excellent you idea know, for and her, and maybe one one other act. Like she could she use went a triad, but she went on tour with your guy and my guy, Lionel Richie. Remember, Mm -hmm. she
1: did but they
2: canceled many of
1: those dates (laughs) when mariah didn't feel like working or whatever Maybe people
2: don't want to go on tour with her because they don't trust that she'd show up maybe but she would do well with doing a
1: package thing and the boys to men because then she could do that one song that we all like
2: i love that damn song
1: she's too much of a diva to
0: share the bill
1: well we don't know we we don't know know. we'll see how caution does but i say that her new Record company jumped the gun by announcing the Caution World Tour before the song came out. Because a world tour
2: and a small theater tour are two different things. (laughs) Well,
1: I mean, you can do a world tour and go to smaller venues or whatever. I mean, you can, but to announce a world tour before the album is dropped and there's lukewarm reception trending on number 136 on the Billboard, you or whatever that song was. (laughs) You know, us. Us, whatever. <laughs> yeah, remember the song? You? The us song she sang, you, she uh-huh. was propped up like a yeah. like A, like a, a, stick. a lollipop. A lollipop, the, <laughs> a lollipop at the, what was that award show? The Dick the one Clark American Music Awards. Uh-huh. With all of her fluffy, I liked her kaleidoscope. Her la lacai- Look like, like the it follies looked, around her. Oh, my Cazefo. Yeah, kind of like, with the folly people. Yeah, but it <laughs> looked like one of those kaleidoscopes her men and the pink feathers, and then she was propped back. And I mean, she just looked amazing, and she everything. She was a woman on a stick. She was a woman on a stick. Mm-hmm. So,
2: I, I don't know. I'm I'm nervous for for Mimi. Here's what I'm excited about, though. ELO is coming to the Excel Center. Electric Light Orchestra. My brother. First would time love to since go. 1981. Both your brothers would. go I would to this. go to this in a heartbeat. Yeah. Next October 29th. Donnie, play um, the one
1: ELO that's when song. tickets are available. Yeah, I love ELO. The one
0: ELO song. That's kind of, you know, I need to love bit them. More than no. One they... ELO song. Oh,
1: it's their number one. You mean Evil
0: Woman? Is no. It? no. no. What? what are you trying to tell
1: me here? I know. Well, you're a DJ, see. We can't well, just. Don't bring me down. Yes, don't, don't bring, bring me down. Me down. Yeah, 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 I yeah, love yeah. ELO. I'm yeah. trying to decide
2: what day it's Evil here, Woman,
1: Mr. Blue Sky. But play Don't Bring Me Down for, for the young people. Yeah, so that's classic yellow. You got running,
2: my what a great time. You guys, can you see the date? No, 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 no. no, no. Ooh, Say it for us. Tell me don't bring me down. Again, who knows
1: the July words? July 25th, Julia. Oh, okay, that's the date. it's a Thursday night at the Excel. Now that would be fun. Why do they call it Jeff Lynn's ELO? Did
2: some of them drop out or something? That would be
0: my guess. Yeah. Okay. He is ELO. He
1: is uh, yellow. Yeah. Yeah. He's the main singer. In he but he's going
2: to bring others with him, right. not a sound machine.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, when we come back, we uh, we do have some news on the haunting of Hill House, and just a couple more music notes. <laughs> Hanging out with us? Well, it's Monday night, but there's a lot going on tonight. There is. Julia is going to see Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Which you missed the first time around. I did. Oh, but in you've in never gal- seen it.
2: No, I didn't no, see no, it. Like out of I town or
1: something. Oh.
2: And the gal came in studio with us then that week, and she it was so delightful. Julia, other
1: than Jersey Boys, the musical, I think Carol King, the musical. Well, it's called Beautiful is they're like neck and neck as far as like greatness.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot of tickets available. Um, I don't know I that did, people knew that this was coming back. Well, is it just like... I don't did, know. I, did did just,
1: yeah. I, I didn't hear about it. I didn't think yeah. it had that much advertising or whatever. That's Who can buy an ad with all the political ads running everywhere? That's right. You know, Nobody can loud. get nobody any airtime. Yeah. No, but seriously, I mean, I'm just thinking no, for No, you're right arts. about that. So um, and it is, if you love Carole King's... Music. It is the way. If you ever saw Jersey Boys, the musical, how they tell the story, very similar by telling Carol King her story and you know her love life and how the songwriting happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so good. I would go see it again. Absolutely. I'm is really. It here ex- through, through yeah, next it's Sunday? here
2: through. Yeah, next Sunday. I, just, just Saturday. During, oh, through Saturday. So there's a performance tonight and then tomorrow night, and they start at seven thirty, and then on Friday, Saturday. They've got a Matt Nan Saturday at 2 and 8 but yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. And I brought this
1: girlfriend of mine, Annie, if you're listening, who, you know, her all-time favorite album Tapestry, you know, and I asked her I said, "Let's go see this Carol King mm-hmm. musical Beautiful." And she said, "Oh, I don't know, you know, I I love Carol King and I've I don't know that I want to see some, you know, jukebox musical about her life and I, you know, what I, well, that is a thing <laughs> sure. that some people have, no, well, I, yeah, I with yeah, their yeah. musical idols and I said, "No, I this was on Broadway. It was Tony Carol, This has Carol oh, yeah. King's Blessing, mm-hmm. all of her music. Oh my god. After that, she was like, That's the best show <laughs> I've ever seen, like practically in tears. She loved it so much. So if Tickets you, started
2: they, like $33 all the way up to $129. I I mean, encourage people to yeah. go. It's Absolutely. really, One really the best good. I've yeah. Seen. Yeah. Really good. And then
1: I'm going to see Fleetwood Mac tonight. I just decided to your 27th today. time. for I, Julia. <laughs> I really have not seen Fleetwood Mac that many times. I've seen them twice, I've in seen, the 80s and then in the 90s. Yeah, I I saw them when they... Christine McVie, whenever that was, like Two four years or five ago. years was ago. Was it that long It was like four years okay. ago, at least, yeah. And you
2: loved it. That was at the Target Center, I think. At Excel, mm. and I was up at the
1: in the club seats, and I was just like... Anyway, I was like, I, I have to go see them, and I know... That Lindsey Buckingham is out of the band, suing the band. There's, there's a big fight, and yeah, um, Paul Peterson, you know, St. Paul Peterson, mm-hmm. his brother Ricky Peterson, he is playing touring with the band. Basically, yeah, okay. he's basically. Here's his first gig with the band was for the Ellen Show in September. Then we saw him at iHeart Radio. Yes, we did. At but, the radio festival. Right, the Fleet Right, Mac. So he, I guess he's been playing behind Stevie Nicks' solo show. He's been, he, com, you know, he plays behind her and he compliments Christine McVie because he's keyboard. Oh, interesting. Okay. And Mike Campbell, who's the guy from Split Ends, mm-hmm. he's taking Lindsey Buckingham places and plays. And he said, I didn't have to audition for this gig. They invited me to come and hang. I love it. He jammed before with Fleetwood at the Fleetwood, uh, Mick Fleetwood's, I guess he's got a blues club in Maui. Oh, Take note if you're going. Mm -hmm. Um, And when uh, Mick Fleetwood and ex-Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers member, Mike Campbell, excuse me, not the split end guys, auditioned singers in Hawaii, he was involved, but Neil Finn of Crowded House got the gig. And so that makes Neil Finn... And uh, this uh, guy from Tom Petty's band, Mike Campbell, official members of Fleetwood Mac. Right, right, yeah. And Ricky Peterson is the handsomely paid hired hand. Fantastic. Had to last 38 songs. The tour kicked <laughs> off August 1st. Oh. Apparently, they like to play one date, have three days off, play another date. I think three days I like off.
2: that. Rest your voice. Yeah. Take your time, get in the next place. Because I think, you know, bam, 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 bam is exhausting. Yeah. Especially at their age, I'm just saying. Yeah, and I guess uh,
1: the band, he confessed to John Bream that it's basically Stevie Nicks and Mick Fleetwood who are um, running the show.
2: Wow. Lindsey Buckingham used to, but now it's
1: uh, whatever. They're the final decision makers. So anyway, he's just like all happy and the tour, the band—they don't have anyone opening tonight. If you're going to Fleetwood Mac, it's no one's opening. Um, and uh, I love
2: it. I, Lori has the insight. Thank you, Jora. Yeah, you're welcome. I know.
1: <laughs> thank you, Jora. I know. The band will be out at about 8.15. Okay. Okay, so um, everyone's, you know, out of there by 10, 10.15. 10, See,
2: that's my kind of concert. Eight, exactly. <laughs> I know, and I love it when the plays start at like 7.30, because I'm like, perfect, I can be on by 10.
1: Yeah, and this musical, beautiful, you don't even want it to end. I'm so excited because I love Tapestry. And you may tapestry. have forgot, you know, people forget how many songs that Carole King and Jerry Goffin yeah. wrote.
0: Yeah, they touch on that quite a bit in the show. Do right? they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you also get to see their relationship with Barry Mann and Cynthia Wiles. Wiles,
1: who've who written a lot of songs. their best friends, who are
0: also b- are an amazing songwriting team. From the
1: Brill Building. Yeah. Right. So, I oh, want so
2: And again, tickets are really affordable for this. If people want to go, it's this week at... Make I, somebody I think happy. I Make somebody Make happy. Somebody Buy him happy. a ticket to beautiful. Adam Thielen, our walk-on guy from Mankato State yeah. last year to the Vikings. Yeah. He he won something, didn't he, Donnie? Yeah, well, weren't he, the Viking uh, fans all happy yesterday? Yes, they were. The second half and of the game. I the first half was he Set
0: a very hard. record that had been in effect for fifty something years: consecutive games with over one hundred yards receiving.
1: Wow. That was spoken like such a Viking fan, though, Drew, I know. A Viking fan is (laughs) not like a Green Bay fan. They
2: care if they win or lose. I I know. We care how the game is played. You don't really, you can never
1: rest easy. See, Green Bay Packer fans can rest easy because they've done it. And they've won it and they've done it. Yeah.
2: Viking fans, it's an uneasy It's path. like there's never enough points no. that we score no. because anyone has has come back at us. You and I have been at many games, the Chicago Bear game when they scored four touchdowns in like three minutes and we're just like, What the heck yeah. was that?
1: Shoe shopping, which I love, has never vexed me the way these people who love, they claim they love the Vikings, but I, they're so vexed by them. I mean, Casey he, he comes home and I mean, he, okay. yeah, I, I go, you won. No, yeah, no.
2: He, that's so it's, true. Uh, right, uh, yeah, because it's an uneasy path for Viking fans. Just win one Super Bowl four so we can rest. This is it's why I like hear. my kind of
1: fandom. I rest easy with the Vikings. If they win, I'm happy. I don't even care how they play. Listen, I was with Aunt Marlene when I did see an amazing, um, like, run return that long. sixty five or whatever. So that's kind of fun to watch. That was fun to watch, and I watched five minutes, and uh, then I had to go. And then I had to go. They're so
2: good, those Vikings. I saw they are, and they were ahead by
1: by like seventeen. I was like, "Ah, Casey's going to be so cheery when he gets home. Half cheery.
2: That is cheery. It is. We'll be back. <laughs>